How do we take ancient words from another language and culture and use them to pray today? That's the challenge of praying the Psalms, and especially Psalm 119. Today, the focus is on God's Word as a done deal. Welcome to First 15, where we listen to God and respond to His Word in a personal way. I'm Ron, and I'll be your guide on this journey. All of us are followers here. We're listening to God's Word and letting it shape us as His followers. We welcome our new listeners and invite you to follow or subscribe to our podcast on your favorite provider. In Season 3, we're praying through the Psalms, and we're three-quarters of the way through Psalm 119. The end is in sight. We are going to finish it before the end of August, if you're listening to this in real time. So, we've been learning to pray through Psalm 119, which has 22 sections in it. We have covered most of those, but we won't get to all of them. The 16th and 17th letters in Hebrew are ayin and pei, and every verse in our two stanzas today starts with one of those letters in Hebrew. What we are going to focus on is God's Word being done and the wondrous effect that His Word has on us. The intent of our podcast is to apply the truth of God's message beyond the first 15 minutes to the rest of your life. We follow a four-step process, and you can find details at wordofprayer.com. The 16 verses of Psalm 119 that we'll listen to and pray today give us a lot to meditate on. Remember, meditation in the Bible isn't about sitting cross-legged and trying to empty our mind. It's about taking in God's Word and continuing to reflect on it and let it shape our thoughts and actions. Let's get started by listening to Psalm 119, verses 121 through 136 now. I have done what is just and right. Do not leave me to my oppressors. Be a guarantor for your servants' good, and do not let the presumptuous oppress me. My eyes fail in seeking your salvation and looking for your spoken word of righteousness. Deal with your servant according to your covenant love and teach me your statutes. I am your servant. Cause me to understand and I will truly know your testimonies. It is time for Yahweh to act. They have broken your law. Because of this, I love your commands more than gold, than super-refined gold. Therefore, I consider all your precepts right, and all the paths of falsehood I hate. That's the Ayin stanza, verses 121 through 128. Now listen to Pei, verses 129 through 136. Your testimonies are wondrous, therefore my soul will keep them. The opening of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. I opened my mouth and panted because I long for your commands. Look on me and be merciful according to your judgment for those who love your name. Order my steps by your spoken word and do not let any evil gain power over me. Deliver me from man's oppression, and I will keep your precepts. Make your face shine on your servant, 
and teach me your statutes. My eyes run with rivers of water because they do not keep your law. Let me just say it. Even 16 verses can seem like a lot until we slow down, take a few at a time, ponder them, and start seeing connections. Now, this kind of patient reflection or meditation is not something we're very good at. We live in an instant society. If a web page is slow to load on our phone or computer, or if a movie doesn't start streaming right away, we get impatient, don't we? But patient reflection is so worth it, which is one reason I've urged you to write out eight verses a day from Psalm 119 during this season. That's one way to help us meditate and slow down and to see these connections within this intricately designed psalm. Now, in the first eight verses, let me emphasize a few things that I heard and saw as I meditated on these verses. The first line, verse 121, says, I have done what is just and right. God's word is meant to be done, not just read, not just studied. When we are doers of the word, that honors God. And the fourth verse of this stanza, verse 124, calls on God to do what is just and right. It says, deal with your servant according to your covenant love and teach me your statutes. Now, that phrase, teach me, that should remind us of the previous episode, which our whole theme on that episode was, teach me, Lord. But I want to focus right now on the part just before that, where it talks about God's covenant. Deal with your servant according to your covenant love. God's covenant is a done deal. That's a slang expression in the U.S., and it means something is sealed. It can't be undone because God's covenant is a done deal. I can call on him to act faithfully in line with it. The final thing that I notice in this first stanza is the repeated use of the phrase, your servant. It's repeated three times in the first five verses. I don't think that's coincidence. When you're dealing with the God who created the universe, who stays faithful and keeps his promises, regardless of human failings, he's the only one worth serving. I'll be the servant to a good and just God like that. Now, let's look briefly at the second stanza, verses 129 through 136. They all start with the Hebrew letter Pei, which is like our letter P. Have you noticed in Psalm 119 how the first verse of each stanza seems to set the theme for the section? Well, the same thing holds here. So listen again to verse 129. Your testimonies are wondrous. Therefore, my soul will keep them. Talking about the testimonies. But what are God's testimonies? They are wondrous. God's wonders, just like the deeds he did for Israel in Egypt. 
or the acts of deliverance that we celebrated back in Psalm 107, which is the first psalm of Book 5 in the Psalms, of which Psalm 119 is right in the middle of Book 5. Well, Psalm 107 reflected on these mighty acts of deliverance that God has done for his people that we celebrate. These are things that we remember, we reflect on, is God's wonders. The remaining verses of this stanza paint for us word pictures of the effect that God's word has on us. So I'll run through a few of these. Verse 130, the opening of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. So for one thing that reflects to me what we read a lot in the Proverbs, but it takes us all the way back to Genesis 1, where God spoke creation into being, saying, let there be light. And you know, it also reminds me of what we saw in verse 105 of Psalm 119. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Verse 131 here, I opened my mouth and panted because I long for your commands. Well, that reminds me of Psalm 42 and Psalm 62, for that matter. Both talk about panting like a deer and about longing for God and for his word and his presence, just panting. That's the kind of effect that God's word has on us when we're captivated by him. Verse 133, order my steps by your spoken word and do not let any evil gain power over me. The steps remind us of the path, the derrick, just like in Psalm 119, verse 105. We just mentioned that, just like verse 1, like the whole uh, third or fourth stanza, actually, uh, that we talked about, about running in the ways of God's uh, paths and delighting in him. Just everything. There were like five verses. They all started with Derek back in Psalm 119, the fourth stanza. So uh, it takes us right back to Psalm 1 as well. So there's lots of allusions that link with other parts of scripture here. Verse 135, make your face shine on your servant and teach me your statutes just like when God appeared to Moses and revealed the law to him at the tent of meeting in the Israelite camp. And afterward, Moses' face shone with glory. Make your face shine on your servant and teach me your statutes, God. That's my prayer. And finally, verse 136, my eyes run with rivers of water because they do not keep your law. How powerful is that? The effect of God's word on us and the distress that we feel when others don't keep it. There's so much we could explore here. Each verse could be a treasure vault holding spiritual riches for us to just go in and bask in, to explore, to just really let the depths settle upon our souls. Let's pray right now. God, the wonder of your word speaks to something in us at a deep level. It brings tears and longing, panting 
and expectation. Thank you for shining some of your glory on us, letting us stand in your presence as you speak to us. We are confident in your teaching because it is sealed with a covenant. It's a done deal. We praise you for your mercies and kindness, your grace that covers all our failings. Thank you, God. Fill us with more of you today. Amen. What is God saying to you through his word today? There is a message in these words that is just for you. God is speaking to your heart, calling you and inviting you to respond. He's already done what needs to be done. How will you respond to him today? I suggest you take one of these verses that speaks to you in a powerful way and repeat it, reflect on it, and do what is right and just that flows from the truth. I encourage you to support our podcast through our Patreon page. You can also get a copy of God Help Me Grow, Learning to Pray Through the Psalms on Amazon. It's available in print or as an ebook. Both the book and the Patreon page are linked in our show notes, so check that out. Be God's servant today by taking his truth to the people around you who need his light. Blessings.